Hey there, this is Harriet McClance, the co-founder of Her North, where we are a community of Christian women committed to putting our full confidence in Jesus Christ and learning how to thrive in the real world. I'm so thankful for you all hanging in there and waiting for me to get my website and all of my courses sent out as well as my my ebooks. I'm so thankful to you for hanging in there, listening to these podcasts. It means so much to me. I wanted to go ahead and record part two of Escaping Lack. I'm going to go ahead and make this recording so that I can finish my housework for today. But while I was recording the first part, I wanted to add in this portion so that it can come directly after the first part that I recorded prior to this one. If you haven't already, please listen to Escaping the Mindset of Lack, Escaping Lack, which is part one. Uh, Go ahead and listen to that before listening to this part. Part two is merely a continuation of the first part. Within the last podcast, I talked about the the five steps and the principles of awareness, identifying people, habits, connections and behaviors that are corrosive to your well-being. Three, eliminate, shift and pivot. Four, review and five, assess your results. And going back to three, eliminate, shift and pivot for the rest of your life as principles that you can apply to thrive and grow in your life for the rest of your life. That's what I talked about, the importance of escaping the mindset of lack before, because before you could even escape lack, you've got to escape and eliminate that mindset that may have, you may have been dragging around with you ever since you can remember. So I wanted to go ahead and encourage you to listen to part one, if you haven't already. Now, as I move right along, there were some things that I identified that I left out that I wanted to include in this podcast about escaping lack and his mindset. Early on in my life, again, guys, I'm making this about me, but I try to use as many examples about myself as I can um, instead of other people. So I'm speaking from a place of vulnerability here. So bear with me, please. When I started out my journey, I never heard positive words of affirmation growing up. A lot of times I heard women say, you're too skinny. And then as I got older, there were women who continued to say, you're too skinny. Now keep in mind the women that were saying this, they weren't missing any meals. In fact, they were eating more than their share. But I couldn't see past what they were saying because I was still trying to develop my self-esteem and my self-confidence. And I was really young, so I was very impressionable. And going on through life, as I got older, it got worse. Because as you get older, you notice that you become even more attractive, especially when your beauty is not just limited to what's on the outside. The more time you spend with God, the more time you spend in prayer and around true Titus II women, who are, who are Bible believing and Bible teaching women, you'll grow into this graceful and, and, and loving and kind human being. And your beauty is not just what's limited to the eye. There'll be inner beauty that comes along with that. And so with this comes a lot of stuff 
from broken people. And, and I dealt with a lot of that. And as I was graduating from school and going back to graduate school, I had a lot of people who were speaking negative things into my life. And you may be dealing with the same thing. And you start to question what's wrong with me, which is what I did. I was like, what's wrong with me? Why do people reject me so easily? Why do they have an issue with who I am? And guys, I realized today that I was asking the wrong questions. When you put yourself in a position where you're internalizing the poisons that are spewed out to you by people who are broken, then you you can't really thrive in your life because you're distracted and, and, and you're trying to uh, create something from nothing. And so, ladies, I wanted to say to you, if you hear comments like this, why are you so dressed up? Why do you wear makeup all the time? Makeup is fake. You look you losing too much weight, girl. You starting to look bad. Pay attention to the source and stop internalizing the, the comments and, and, and the words that come from people who are from that place of lack. And I'm going to dig a little deeper here. People who are from a place of lack are very selfish. They are very, very selfish. It doesn't matter how much money they have, how many resources they have. They never have enough. And they want to make sure that you don't get any more than what they have gotten because they want to make sure that you don't get ahead of them. And I don't know if it comes from uh, being a part of a big family or having to steal your food or whatever. But if you find yourself in a situation where you can't celebrate the good news of somebody else, then you have a problem. If you can't celebrate somebody telling you that they have a new car, you have a problem. If you can't celebrate a young woman or, or someone telling you that they have a child or, or that their, ch their child has graduated from college, you have a problem. If you cannot tell another woman that she looks nice without being rude and cruel, then you have a problem. And you don't have to deal with the problem. You can continue to cover it up like you do everything else in your life. But you will not be blessed and you will not prosper until you do the shadow work that is necessary to get away from this place of lack. And I don't know the, the, the race of the people that's listening into this podcast, but I'm, I'm very honest here. I have seen a lot of this amongst the black and brown community. I see a lot of the selfishness. I see a lot of the crabs in a barrel in a bucket is what they call it. When, when, when one person starts to get out, the others try to latch on and pull them down to keep them from getting out of the bucket. And that's the bucket of lack. And I have seen where there have been bright young ladies, bright women, educated, going back to school, trying to do something. But a lot of times their circle of influence, they're not getting anywhere. So they don't want to see that woman get anywhere. Ladies, we've got to do better. We have got to do better in our communities. We have got to do better within our families. There are women in families who don't want their sons 
to become one with their wives because they are from a place of lack. There are women who have made their sons, their surrogate husbands, because they are a place, they are from a place of lack. There is a level of emotional incest that is happening all over the place because people fail to escape lack. There are women who are so innocent and and naive to what they're marrying into because they 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 are they they have no clue about the impact and 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 the dangers of dealing with people who are from a place of lack. People who are from a place of lack, they want to take from you because they think that what you have is a result of either you marrying somebody, either you used your college degree and how dare you use your education to get ahead and they don't have any or whatever the situation is, if they can prevent you from moving ahead by ruining your marriage, causing problems for you on the job so you can quit and lose that nice big house that they pass on their way uh, to the projects every day. This is real. And I hey, I'm not trying to put anybody down this um, in the projects because I was a part of that community, too, when I was growing up. But ladies, if we are going to grow and thrive in our lives, we've got to have a shift and a pivot in our mindset. And I, I am so thankful to my mentor who introduced that methodology to me. She said, Harriet, you have got to learn how to teach yourself how to be OK with leaving people behind that don't need to go with you. And I wanted to say that to you ladies today. You've got to learn how to leave those people and those behaviors behind that are stopping you from growing and prospering in your life. God bless you. I'm going to stop right here. I just got a text message from my uh, stylist and um, I hope that I have blessed you on today. Um, I love you all so much. That's why I'm trying my best to pour all of this into you so that you can use it to help grow in your life so that you can come out of whatever type of bondage uh, you you find yourself entangled in because God loves you and he never meant for you to be in bondage. He never meant for you to be grappling and trying to get people to love you that are broken. That's not trying to grow or get anywhere. Guys, leave these people behind. Leave them alone. If it's your mama, leave her behind. And I know I'm not supposed to say that, but, you know, a lot of times we try to keep people in our life because they're blood. But, honey, you know, in the Bible, Cain and Abel were blood. And you see what happened between two brothers. Joseph, blood brother, sold him into slavery. Ladies, sometimes you've got to leave this negative stuff behind you. You've got there's no way you can move forward if you keep holding on 
to lack. I'm going to say this and I'm going to go, I promise. People who are a part of this community of lack, uh, they have a tendency that when you go out to eat with them, they think that paying for your meal is too much. Now, I don't know about anybody else, but I don't mind paying for somebody's meal because I'm so thankful for God blessing me to be able to do something for somebody else. That that's the least that I can do. And of course, you've got people that are taking advantage of stuff like that. But you shouldn't even be hanging around those kind of people anyway, if you have that type of question, because that's not a friend. That's a seat filler. So I wanted to say this to you. If you find people that are so selfish and stingy and, 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 and cheap, don't deal with them. Don't follow them. Don't run up behind them. Leave them alone because they are operating from a place of lack. I once went out to dinner with this couple and um, when the bill came, the woman was so, so nice about wanting to pay the bill. She bill. She was eager to pay the bill. And I could see that her husband was bothered by it. Now, I could see if they had financial problems, but this was a person who operated from a place of lack. Now, keep in mind, this is a pastor who was acting like this, a pastor who's expected to lead people but have a problem with don't have a problem feeding spiritual food because spiritual food to him is free. But when it's time to use your resources to make a sacrifice and pay for your brother to eat, you've got a problem with it. This experience really taught me a lesson about service and the mindset of lack. Don't don't get fooled by people who have things. Because you can have things and still operate from a mindset of lack.